Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And happy Memorial Day. And it's Memorial Day. Day. <laughs> happy Memorial Day. In lieu of a normal episode, we're going to do something which we never do, which is we prepared with the help of Timmy a special compilation episode. We always get calls with people wondering where the sign-offs came from. So we thought in lieu of a normal episode, why don't we release an episode with the stories of your favorite sign-offs? We wanted to start a tradition where we start kind of celebrating older episodes in the catalog. You know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people maybe haven't heard some of these things, or maybe you don't remember these things. I don't remember anything. And it was so fun to listen through and pick out some of the best moments. So this is the first of a little series we're going to do when we can take some days off and present mm -hmm. to you a compilation series of moments that are thematic like this one, which is best sign-offs, but we have so many more to come. And this is only part one of two parts of the sign-off. So if you don't hear your favorite <laughs> sign-off, it's coming in the next compilation and you'll just have to wait for that. Yeah, it'll come later. It'll come, you know, who knows? Who knows when it'll come? Um, sorry in advance for the varying audio quality. Our show didn't always sound this good. It used to sound not good at all. <laughs> hey, and you're but just you know what? That's the it. charm. That's the charm. It's authenticity. That's the charm. That's real. So good form Bella Thorne, crunch, crunch, and women don't belong in balloons. If you're curious where those things came from, well, you're in the right place. So enjoy. Dakota Johnson is reportedly pregnant. Crunch, crunch, living the Vita laptop. Bye. Who is Ava Max? Crunch, crunch, bye. Hilaria Baldwin, crunch, crunch. Halsey did 9-11. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I just called a, like a 
a local theater in New Hampshire to let them know that there was some, uh, like, copy on their website uh, from last year that they want to delete, and I accidentally said crunch, crunch at the end because I never leave voicemails anywhere but Who Weekly. Um, crunch, crunch. Hi. I just need to tell you, you guys were talking about the green hats, and I have a green hat because my sister got it for me for my birthday. It's my favorite hat. And um, I recently got vaccinated, and I went to Target, and I'm wearing my green hat. And this Target employee walks by me, and he said, I love your hat, crunch, crunch. And I honestly almost started crying. It was like a moment of human connection that I haven't had since, you know, February 2020. So I just want to thank you for that. All right. Uh, women don't belong in balloons. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. I just finished the January 22nd episode. I just want to let you know it's really funny. Crunch, crunch. I'm sure BB Rex's dad is proud, though, yeah, of BB Rex's spawn with Lay's potato chips. Oh, it's the best spawn of the year so far. We talked about it last week. <laughs> we talked about it last week, but now it's fully, the video has been released, the flavors have and been revealed. I got, we just got to play you this video. I mean, I can't even, like, okay. s- describe it. I'll just play it for play you. It. Hey, I'm BB Rexa. I'm here in the studio doing something completely different than anything I've ever done before. Flavor and music can trigger such powerful emotions. Different genres of music can get me feeling certain ways. And the same goes for different flavors. So what if you paired the two together? Now that would be a crazy sensory experience. One of these lace flavors, you can get an exclusive remix of a custom song from yours truly. Try all three delicious flavors today. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch. I love that. Crunch, crunch here. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch. I love it's like my all my hip hop songs should include like a double crunch. <laughs> a double crunch. What is your favorite genre? Do you what's your favorite genre of music, Lindsay? Electric, lime and sea salt. Um, what is it? Wait, electric, lime and sea salt, flame and hot dill pickle remix, or kettle cooked classic beer cheese. What's your favorite genre of music? Am I choosing by the flavor or the your, genre? No, that's the genre. That's the genre. I love hot dill pickle. Yeah, so I'm really waiting for Billboard to to release a hot dill pickle chart. Yeah, BB BB would top it every every. I mean, every she's week. the only one making chip music or whatever. It'd be great if all music had to involve chip crunches. Crunch crunch. We played for you the video, but you kind of have to go see it because it's a wild how they make everyone eat the chips. Everyone in the video is, is eating, eating chips. A chip. Like people on the soundboard, mixers are like on the chips. And I don't think you're allowed to eat chips over those soundboards. I mean, All these little pieces. You should not eat chips things. over a soundboard. No, especially not a leg. No like engineer would be like, please eat chips greasy, over my thousand like, million dollar stuff. thing. No, no, yeah, yeah, could, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. But I will say, I didn't know that's what BB Rex has sounded like, even though I've heard about a million of her songs. It's cra- Every time she sounds different. She's like Rita, but she sounds different. doesn't look different. No, she's crazy. 
Okay, so we have to find the chips because I want to actually review them on the podcast. But the problem is I can't find them anywhere. If you see the chips in New York City, can you tell us? Yes, please let us know like what bodega to go to, what store to go to, because I can't. I haven't found them yet, though I haven't really looked that hard. I will start looking a little harder. They didn't come out until February 28th, so Well, you new. claim you're about to eat the, the tuna fish fruit punch I'm gonna for dip the podcast, the, I might but do you that haven't today. done that. I might do that today. If I had fruit punch, I would do it But right we didn't now. even explain what makes this chip thing so wild, which wasn't really clear last week when we talked about it. You have to buy the chip bag, number one. <laughs> then on the inside of the chip bag, there is a code. And then you take that code, which is probably greasy and covered in Flamin' Hot Cheeto, Dill Pickle Remix. Well, after I'm done with it, it will be. And then you have to go to laysturnoutthelabor.com and then enter this code. And then you get a BB Rexa song. Imagine, like, working that hard for B.B. Rexa's song. That's, like, national treasure level. B.B. Rexa like, has to – it's it's, like, it's work for B.B. Rexa to get people to listen to her music, and it's on Spotify. There's going to be a national treasure B.B. Rexa sequel. National Treasure 3 is going to be about Nicolas Cage having to you, uncover the new B.B. Rexa song. You unfurl the treasure map, and it's like, find the chip. Like, like three like, hours of him scouring the country's, like, most iconic national bags. landmarks to find the new B.B. Rexa song. It's going to flop. <laughs> that movie's going to flop. Well, so, I watch it. Well, so will the song. I like the national treasure movies. Me too. BB Rexa has spent a lifetime hunting different flavors that have been lost to history. Take a look at this. Crazy sensory experience. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you one of the missing pages from the diary of John Wilkes Booth. Um, ScarJo Yummy Pop. Uh, ScarJo Yummy Pop. Bye. So who is Greta Van Vliet? Scarjo Yummy Pop. Rip Scarjo Yummy Pop. Scarjo Yummy Pop. Been out a baby. Okay. Crunch I've tried calling like three times and I think my phone is breaking. Anyway, I'm procrastinating doing some work and I stumbled upon this E! News Instagram and it's the SNL after party from this weekend. And it's Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez because he hosted, I'm pretty sure. And then a selfie of Leslie Jones and Beyonce, a selfie of Leslie Jones and Jay-Z, Alicia Keys looking crazy and Swiss Beats, and then the last picture isn't a picture of them together, but it's like a split screen of Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost, who's one of the Weekend Update hosts, Um, and I guess they're together now, which is really weird because I think she's a total them, and he's like a pretty big who, like, even by SNL standards, I think he's a pretty big who. It kind of reminds me of, like, Chris Evans dating Jenny Slate, because he's a huge them, but she's funny, so it's like, does it matter that she's not that famous? It's like, that's what's happening here. I don't know. Good form, Bell's form. So, first of all, <laughs> before, before we get into the actual question, I, I went to the article, or I assume there's several articles that are identical to the one that the caller described, but I went to E! News to see the photo of Alicia Keys, quote, looking crazy, just to see what this caller actually I mean. meant by it. And turns out Alicia Keys looks crazy. <laughs> she's wearing, she's wearing um, a long, like a long, what do you call those? Dusters, the long coats, like leather pants. She looks really cool, like a cool styling, but her, <laughs> she has like um, her braids. Neon braids. Her braids are neon. And so they're bright orange and bright neon red, neon pink. And they look. She looks crazy. Really crazy. Like it looks, it looks crazy. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. And she's like with Swiss beats, and he's just like looks normal. And then there's Alicia Keys with her crazy hair. And to get back to the question, um, Colin Jost, Scarlett Johansson, they've been rumored to be a thing for a really, really long time. The thing about this that's sort I mean, define of define long time though. What a year? Like a few six months, months. A few months. Okay. Six months. 
um, since she was promoting uh, Ghost in the Shell on SNL, which I think was like March ish, that's right. when the rumors You're started, right. and then they then they were then they would be in page six a lot, where it's like they went out to you know the Spotted Pig together, and then they were then Scarlett Johansson started being seen with someone else, and so it's sort of I hate the press around there relationship because it's so like this schlubby guy got this hot movie star it's like he's not schlubby he's the whitest bro jock frat bro bro, harvard dude frat bro that is dating someone who actually he would this is not an unusual relationship it's just that he's a tv comedian and she's a movie star and that's why people like are so you know blown away by their relation by by physically physically to be as um shallow as possible when you look at a side by side of their faces together you're like oh they're a perfect match (laughs) (laughs) they're an absolute like they're a perfect match and you and you kind of roll your eyes it's like it's just very obvious it's just funny to me the the like oh it's like jenny slate and chris evans who i also thought were weirdly perfectly suited for each other mm-hmm. when I when right. I kind of thought about it it made sense to me but also it, she's I don't know it's too classically right, two very classically good-looking people like with like yeah tr- like traditionally good-looking features are fucking like big whoop <laughs> Colin Jost whatever we can talk about Colin Jost for a long time I I'd guess he's late and Chris Evans was a little bit more interesting because he was more like the all-American and she felt a little bit more like alt because she, yeah. like you know, is more of like, yeah, yeah. She's more like a, you know, creative, different type of person. Yeah. He felt so like white bread, even if that's not actually the type of person he is in real life. Mm-hmm. The way that we know him to be is that way. So it's a little yeah. bit different. These two, it's like, oof, like, duh, who cares? You yeah. know, this two, is the most Two duh. very well sculpted pieces of white bread. What I love though is when did he mention that she like sat in the car last at the party? That oh was, yeah, there are like photos of her like waiting for him. There are the photos car. of her waiting in the car, and he's like coming out with his. I'm like, sorry if Beyonce is at the party and you're waiting in the car, you're a fucking asshole. Like that is unacceptable, right? Yeah, they're also really the photos of I love Leslie Jones's shamelessness is just like the most charming thing in the universe. <laughs> I know, but it's great because it's like her brand now, so people yeah, want to Yeah, she's like, "Hey Beyoncé selfie." Like, "Hey Beyoncé, here's terrible lighting." And Beyoncé's just like, "Okay, whatever." I mean, it's true. I just I just love that Scarlett Johansson's waiting in the car. I mean, e- even if she even if those photos are not accurate, maybe she wasn't even waiting in the car. Maybe she was waiting in the car for a second and then went in. I love that there's no proof of her at the party. She's literally like, "Go in, do 10 minutes. I'll be in the car getting photographed." Uh, while you like hang out with Beyonce, I'm good. I've you know I'm over it. Uh, I wonder Love if it. pretty soon Colin Jost will be spotted at Scarlett's popcorn shop in Paris. <gasps> oh my God, the popcorn shop! Who's what's taking it called? care of the like, popcorn shop? Like we we like what's it called? Like oh oh <laughs> le, le, le pop oh yummy pop. It's called yummy pop. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? Or you just made that up? We oui, we oui, le pop. No, it's called yummy pop. Yummy pop. Is that French? It's not French. Yummy. You have to, if you say it like a French person. Yummy pop. Yeah, then it's French. <laughs> yummy pop. The bags say the future will be pop. Scar- oh, Scarlett's Listen. poor ex husband is just taking working at a popcorn shop in France, <laughs> like, like looking at paparazzi photos of her and her new young boyfriend, being like, ah, oh, ah, oh, zutalor. This this article on Hollywood Reporter about Yummy Pop 
Um, the opening of the shop. The opening of the shop fits right in with the Americanization of Paris's food culture. Yummy Pop sits across the street in the popular Marais district from a hot dog stand, burger joints, barbecue, and anything Brooklyn themed, as they've all been all the rage recently. There's even a fried chicken and waffles bar. How are those Brooklyn themed? Just foods. Just foods. <laughs> Yummy Pop. I love the photos of her behind the counter working at Yummy Pop. I just I love I love that like they were married and then he, they open a popcorn shop and she's like I don't want this popcorn life I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Paris was not as glamorous as I was as I was promised. Paris can wait. <laughs> no. Stop. The caption on the lead image of this Hollywood Reporter article that's just the facade of Yummy Pop is Scarlett Johansson's Yummy Pop. <laughs> It's endlessly funny to me. He's like, Scarlett, I never get attention for my contributions to Yummy Pop. And I'm, and, I, and I'm so sick of it. And she's like, oh, au revoir. Like leaves, goes back to the United States, divorces him. He's like behind the counter at Yummy Pop, like depressed, like adding salt, adding oh, butter. <laughs> Meanwhile, I mean, I guess it's, it's Yummy Pop is actually sort of nice because it's not as embroiled in legal battles as Jessica Biel's Oh Fudge. Did you hear about oh, that? Did you? I mean, from you, <laughs> you're obsessed with it. We were so promised every- seventh heaven, and instead we got <laughs> hell. <laughs> Chocolate dipped hell. Chocolate dipped hell. Jessica Biel is being sued. Well, Jessica Biel's company is being sued by, I guess, employees there because they're claiming that they never they got stiffed from their tips, and there's mm-hmm. like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that allegedly have not been paid to them that are owed to them, and like, oh fudge. Ofudge is where. I mean, did you live in LA O-fudge. when Ofudge was open? It's like, yes, people I would did. take their and kids there, right? That's the I thing. did, and the, yeah, the thing with Ofudge was that it had childcare in it. It was like a trendy <sighs> restaurant with also weirdly trendy childcare, which is conceptually a good idea, but in actuality, a total nightmare to execute. Like, why would you ever want to do that? Think about that too. And also, it breaks like the number one rule, which is if you have childcare, you're not supposed to be in the place with them because then they just want to hang out with you. Like, it's really, you know what I mean? The kid would just come back to you or... Anyways, the whole thing is like a huge mess and apparently... The childcare part is not even the issue. The issue is that she, they straight up were not paying the tips that were owed to the staff at yeah, this, this restaurant. The lead of this people's story, Jessica Biel and her business partners at the Los Angeles kid-friendly restaurant Oh Fudge, are in hot water for allegedly keeping more than $430,000 in gratuities from their employees and denying them meal and rest breaks. I gotta say that's really bad language because if you're Fudge, <laughs> you want to be in hot water. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know that what I, I mean. Much. Um, what I'm trying to say to you is, if you are a celebrity, putting your name on a restaurant is is really a bad idea. I really was, think it's a bad idea. What was Britney's like? Nola, Britney had Nola. What? Yeah, Justin Timberlake has one in in New York. Southern Hospitality, which I went to more than once because I used to work. It's down not the street. bad. It's not bad. Um, it's fine. Are we done? <laughs> I, I want to keep talking about O Fudge. I really listen. O Fudge, if you're listening, fly us over. I want to f- record an no episode one. in O Fudge. No. Or you Yummy don't. Pop. Yummy Pop, if you're listening, fly us to Paris. Anyway, um, thank you. Hyaluronic acid. Crunch, crunch. Eddie Vetter. Who or them? Hyaluronic acid. Um, not all dog movies go to heaven. Hyaluronic acid. Happy hyaluronic acid anniversary. The uh the other thing that we have to talk about, read the Golden Globes, the other who, the number one who that was not 
in the show proper, but in the commercials, is, let me tell you, Hyaluronic Acid. Every commercial break began with Hyaluronic Acid. Hyaluronic Acid is apparently very good for your skin, and I believe that it is because Eva Longoria told me about it in, like, staccato every commercial break. Hyaluronic Acid. Acid. Was that the um, Winona Ryder commercial of the Globes? Is that what you're trying to say? Remember oh, that? Nothing can, nothing can live up to the the uh, Winona Ryder commercial from the Globes. <laughs> what was that for? Like shampoo? It was, I think it was the Oscars also. Yeah, it was, it was like, she's like, everybody loves a comeback she's back. story. Yeah, come back. She's Look back. At her and then we screamed when it was revealed. <laughs> that really was the best moment of the Oscars last year, I think. I think it was the best moment of the Oscars. Because during the Oscars, they played off of that commercial. They were like, she's she's back. Like, who is she? You know, they had her mm-hmm. at the Oscars doing kind of a bit that referred to the commercial. Anyways, I loved it. This was not as good, although so, I love it. When they play a commercial between Hulu show like episodes enough, you get really into it. It felt like that. Yeah. Um. So hyaluronic acid is used as a dermal filler in cosmetic <laughs> surgery. It's a common ingredient in skincare products. Uh-huh. And I, I guess it's word. good at like, it helps your 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 skin tissue like regenerate cells, which I guess is good yeah, for like it's treating great. wrinkles. I have some. Um, it's in everything. I didn't know it was in everything until Eva Longoria told me about it. And um, I just want to hear it one more time. Hyaluronic acid. So is hyaluronic acid a them? Um, of what? In what world? Of, of skincare. Of, since yeah, it's in everything. definitely. Oh, definitely. definitely. Like retinol, hyaluronic acid. Yeah, totally. Okay. And Eva Longoria them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Women don't belong in balloons. Bye. Please. Please tell us a little more. Okay. Thank you. Women do belong in balloons. Um, anyway, crunch, crunch. Women do belong in balloons. Bye. Next week. All right. Love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Uh, women don't belong in balloons. Pork and thorkin. Anyway, crunch, crunch. Women do belong in balloons. Um, also, is he a who or is them? Uh, thank you. Women don't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. Crunch, crunch. Thank you. Women belong in balloons. Bye. Love you guys. Women don't belong in balloons. Crunch, crunch. Women do belong in balloons. And I have an important announcement for everyone. <laughs> Just for me. Women don't belong in balloons. <laughs> that is such a good line reading of that. Like, you could say that so many different ways, but she said it the perfect way. She said it the correct way. Women don't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. So there's a new Amazon movie um, called The Aeronauts, called The Aeronauts, and the trailer for it came out right before, moments before we started recording, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Well, can you just give some context? I texted Bobby like the trailer for a movie called The Wedding Year, starring Sarah Hyland as a woman who goes to weddings a lot, and I was like, "This honestly looked kind of good." It I stand fine. by that. And then he All was the like, production, you know, like whenever you're watching a movie and then it's like the trailer or the movie begins with production companies you've one never heard of and yes. two kind of believe are fake. And it's like where the movie cost $30 and was funded by like a country that you didn't know existed. Right. That's what the wedding year is. But it kind of looks fine. No, it looks co- like even though it's only screening in like Romania and Cooper Romania. <laughs> Cooper PD. Um, yeah, you could only see the wedding year in Cooper PD like I underground. I would see it. I think it looks really good. And I, meanwhile, I think the art. Argonauts or whatever this is called, the aeronauts, the the aeronauts, the aeronauts. It looks terrible. It like premieres at 
Toronto or something. And then it's going to be on, it's doing the Amazon thing where it's like in theaters a little bit. And then it's going to be on Amazon Prime. And then we can all watch Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne go in a balloon soar to great heights in the 1860s in a hot air balloon because he's a so he's like some scientist and all of his scientist buddies are like oh ho, 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 you think you can predict the weather like absolutely not and then he's and like, he's like if, if I we take a balloon if we predict the weather it'll change everything and it's like <laughs> uh <laughs> and they're like you're out of your mind and then Felicity Jones is like I want to go in a balloon and some lady's like women don't belong in balloons women don't belong in balloons and then she defies these other women and goes up into a balloon with Eddie Remain and then they like discover weather or something. But it's like, as soon as they get up there, it's like a CGI hell. It's just like it's just CGI. CGI. So it's like once they get up in the balloon, they're like, oh no, snow. And it's like <laughs> a, an intern like throws some like soap shavings on them or whatever. Like it's just insane. It's when I When I picture CGI stuff happening, do you ever... It's like my brain, because we were so inundated with this image in 2008, 2009, it is impossible for me to think of about CGI without imagining Zoe Saldana in Avatar makeup <laughs> <laughs> with like the blue dots all over her Zoe face. Zoe Saldana like, is like your epitome of the worst CGI, CGI. or like the most it's not CGI. Even the worst CGI, it's just CGI. She's the, de- she's the textbook of I CGI. I remember being very affected by like the real life photos of Avatar where you like, would oh see like God. what was actually filmed on camera. And like, it's just they like. They were acting. <laughs> They were acting and then they changed their faces to blue faces. Like literally no face paint on these people. Mm-hmm. That was how CGI that movie was. Like she just went to work and they put dots on her face and she just acted like normal. I wonder if they sent Felicity up in the an, a balloon or no balloon at all like ever research? existed. So you said you had something for me. I had something for you. I have something for you because I was like, what is this movie? Like, are we truly out of stories to tell that someone was like, here's a biopic we haven't told. James Glacier, the first guy who like, I don't, what did he even do? (laughs) Oh, he published, he created the dew point. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. He was obsessed with weather and his last name was Glacier. (laughs) But it's spelled G-L-A-I-S-H-E-R. Okay. It's like phonetically Glacier. He invented the dew point? He invented the dew points at the tables to measure humidity. Okay, um, we like that. We support he found that. It. <laughs> we like it. Our dew points always high. We, we hate use it. it. Okay, it's fine. He um he uh measured humidity in the atmosphere at its highest levels. Okay. He broke the world record for altitude in a hot air balloon Duh. in September 1862, okay, which is what this movie is what this movie is about. He passed out. Um, around 8,800 meters before a reading could be taken. So they didn't actually measure the humidity up there. But he did it. He Wait, did it. what? I'm sorry. He went up into the balloon and then they didn't then even get anything? Out. But then he passed out. So the end of this so, movie is that they go up in the balloon and they're like, will we reach like the highest point? And they do it and then like they get nothing. They do it D-E-W. Did you hear they, Amelia Earhart was eaten by a giant crab? I've heard, they, they've been saying that for years. I'm just saying, did you know that that's why no one I found her body? Because it's still, it's still inside a giant crab that can live for 150 years. <laughs> yes. The crab ate her bones and we can't Earhart even find the, the crab. Okay. Just making sure. I know all, you know all about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Just making sure. Did you read the stuff about the Titanic like disintegrating? No. People were like, did, oh no, it's disintegrating. And it's like, of course it is. It's underwater. It's a fucking shit. 
I was talking to Lala about it. And she was like, the bathtub is gone, sweetie. And I was like, of course. But like, can't you see James Cameron reading that article and being like, I must go back. We must go back. Make a sequel. Make a sequel. Like, never forget Titanic like opened with him like in that little thing, like bumping around the Titanic. Yeah, the no, literal. He really Titanic. went down there. Yeah, he really went down there. Duh, no, but you're not letting me tell the story about okay. the aeronauts. Okay, fine. So this guy, you are going to scream. Women just... don't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. So James Glacier goes up into the aeronaut machine, the hot air balloon. It's a hot air balloon. He does his stuff, but in real life, in real life, he went with his co-pilot. Hold on, he went with his co-pilot, Henry Coxwell. Wait, it's not about a woman? There's no woman in the balloon? They made the up movie, the woman? The movie made up a woman <gasps> so that he could go up with the woman. Because guess what? Women don't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. <laughs> that is what happened. So the true story is that women didn't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. So the real story, that woman said, women don't belong in balloons. And Felicity <laughs> said, you're right. Okay, I'm not going. <laughs> yes. Um. Actually, you know what? You're right. I'm not going. I'm going to skip this one. It says, the film depicts Amelia Wa- Amelia Wren and Glacier in an epic Wait, fight for survival Amelia, while attempting... Amelia, like Amelia Earhart eaten by Amelia Wren, W-R-E-N. Mm. In an epic fight for survival while attempting to make discoveries in a gas balloon. The movie omits Henry Coxwell entirely. A report in the Daily Telegraph, I'm reading from Wikipedia. A report in the Daily Telegraph quotes Keith Moore, head, head at library at the Royal Society, as saying, quote, It's a great shame that Henry isn't portrayed because he performed very well and saved the life of a leading scientist. And so these people are like, yeah, but this guy saved someone's life and you cut him out of history. Yeah, I don't know. But, this is wild. But Felicity and what's-his-face can have sexual tension in a balloon in CGI land. I don't think people have sexual tension with Eddie Ren made no offense. Honestly, or no Felicity offense. Jones. No offense. I don't I find either of them Felicity particularly Huffman. spicy. Put Felicity or... Huffman in a balloon with Ready uh, Ed Re- Eddie Redmayne. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it blows up. That gas balloon catches fire. Yeah, with their love. It's like in real life, Amelia and James's balloon did not catch fire due to their sexual chemistry. <laughs> in fact, she wasn't even there. Okay, we need to move on because this okay, movie so is like gonna is big... win like this movie's gonna win like best movie at the Oscars and it's gonna be like remember when Bobby <laughs> Lindsay movie. like joked about it on Who Week We Go Ahead? It's the Green Book of movies. They just like made up. Someone's gonna open up bullshit. It's gonna be like Sigourney Weaver presenting the award for best picture. She's gonna be like, and the Oscar goes to, and she's gonna open it up and go, women do belong in balloons. <laughs> yeah, it's the aeronauts, and everyone's gonna clap. <laughs> women do belong in balloons. Women. <laughs> Um, okay, bye, my gay boys. Hi, I'm Jim Bobby. Um, I guess that's all. Okay, bye, gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hello, my gay boys. Hello, my gay boys. Hello, my gay boys. Hello, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hello, my gay boys. Hi, my gay boys. Hi, guys. This is Mark. Um, I People have probably already sent you this, but I would like for you to both go to Catherine McPhee's Twitter, um, where this evening at 6.45 p.m., she posted a really short, a 14-second video. Um, the caption, the tweet is, The rumors are true. Yes, I am going to give the gays everything they want. The video is her in her dressing room, and it starts with her 
her greeting the camera, hi, my gay boys, which is just so much, and I feel like um, would be of interest. So uh, it's only 14 seconds. Check it out. Okay. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Um, Lindsay pointed out, this is a very gay episode. A- apologies <laughs> to those of you who didn't want a gay episode, but sorry, to- you lose. <laughs> Are you listening to who we Listen clean? to You're this. like, Listen this to is this. a gay, I didn't ask for this gay episode. <laughs> the, the straight guy's like, I could deal with Haley Kiyoko, but I don't know about this. This episode is very gay. Here we go. Listen. Hi, my gay boys. I am here in my dressing room putting makeup on. I'm sure some of you know about that. Um, I am getting ready for my Broadway debut, and I hope you guys will come because I'm going to give you everything you've ever dreamed of. Ugh, I am not a gay boy, but like, uh, this is a hate crime, right? <laughs> hi, hi, my gay boys. Really quick reminder to Catherine McPhee, this is a musical about domestic abuse, so we can chill for a second. Right, there's also nothing gay in Waitress. Like, There's nothing gay. To, to say. Like, it'd be one thing if she was in Kinky Boots or something. She'd be like, oh, here I am. Like, my gay boys. <laughs> right. But she's not even in, like, you know, a gay musical. She's not in Kinky Boots. She's in Waitress. She's in um, the straightest musical ever. It's, like, about heterosexual relationships. Yes. Um, <laughs> bad ones. It's it's bad. Like, this isn't Smash anymore, Catherine McPhee. I know. Smash really, her Smash fandom really screwed with her mind. This is one of those things where I'm like, I'm appalled. I'm just like, uh, like, what a monster, what a villain, what a homophobe. I hate how my gay boys, but the moment I get drinks with all my gay boyfriends on on Friday, I'm going to enter the room and say, hi, my gay boys. You bet your ass I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it all the time. I'm reclaiming Hi My Gay Boys from Catherine McPhee. God, it only took a few days for you to full, for the gay community to Hi, reclaim Hi My Gay Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like she, on their Instagram, they posted a video of her like coming out of her first performance of mm-hmm. the musical. Oh yeah, and there's this girl. There's this. I'm sorry. There's this girl. This like just kind of a girl with red hair who's sitting in the front. She's like, Catherine, you have snatched my wig. My wig is snatched. And you're like, this is like the same. I've never seen more like appropriation of like gay fandom. It's like she's like wig, wig, ugh, and it's it's so uncomfortable. Oh, it's cold out and my wig is cold, but I don't have a wig because Catherine snatched it. It's gone. Meanwhile, this woman has more hair than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> she's like, I don't have a wig. It's like you got really Catherine long hair, girl. Snatched it. Also, Catherine McPhee like couldn't snatch a wig like theoretically or actually if she tried her very hardest like it's no. she's the least wig wig snatching person i've ever seen in my whole life no. i'm sorry i don't get what it is with her i don't get her i don't get her i i will say the funniest thing i think i took a screen grab i can look for it and maybe post it on our stories tomorrow but i look at today ticks a lot for those of you who don't know what today ticks is it's like a an app that helps you get like cheap broadway tickets Lindsay uses mm-hmm. it um mm-hmm. it's I do too. Lindsay sees a lot of shows i don't um, wow, thanks. And I was looking at Today Ticks because I wanted to see Waitress one more time with Sarah Bareilles, my queen, because I've already seen it with her because I wanted to see it again, blah, blah. They were too expensive. I didn't want to spend that money again for Sarah Bareilles. I'd already I seen it. I didn't even it. see it once. But you could see when Catherine McPhee started because it was <laughs> the like... The price went to like the $30. Calendar, the calendar was like 175 185 155 100 and something. And then suddenly it goes to like 41 <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh... <laughs> That must be when Catherine starts. And sure enough, it was when Catherine starts. 
Um, so I mean, you I want your wig, realize... it's, it's for people who want their wig snatched, but on a budget. Wig snatching on a budget. It's a cheap wig. It's a cheap wig snatch. I wonder how it will sell. Anyway, we can't talk about this anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> Bye, my gay boys. <laughs> Next call. No. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Sweet potato, them, butternut squash, who? Good form, Belthorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. Haven on on this, so. All right. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Um, Olivia Holtz. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Okay. Good form, Bella Thorne. 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 Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Do you know um who Bella Thorne is? Oh, I mean. 
I'd like to say I do because I feel like I do. But if you were like, name a thing she's in, I'd be like, I don't know. So really, I don't. Who is she? Bella Thorne is this young actress who only recently turned 18. So I'm going to backtrack like a couple years. Remember the movie, The Duff? Yeah, I hate it. It was like the worst movie. It was so so bad. So the thing about The Duff is that like, as far as I remember it, at least the two protagonists, at least the two, it's about high school. The two main people in it are, um, what's her name? You love her, Mae Whitman? I love her. And that's May why Whitman. I was so excited for this. Right. So it's her and then this guy. And they're the leads. And they're the ones who like are just best friends. But then they fall in love by the end of it. But they're supposed to be high school seniors. Anyway, they're both like 35 years old. And they're playing high school students, right? <laughs> yeah. So Bella Thorne is the bully. is like the mean girl and the duff. And she's the only like lead actor in that movie who's actually in high school she's kind and of it's like, like uh like a second coming of Lindsay lohan type look right right and like so it's Lindsay like lohan at her like at her mean girls like look it was it's, it's this like very jarring casting like there's no consistency with regards to like like ages of the of the cast so it's like why is she in it because she's still in high school but these other people like graduated from college 10 years ago yeah um anyway so that was kind of her big break that movie didn't do great but people saw it i think she's done disney channel stuff She's she's definitely not famous from the Duff. She definitely, no, 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 no. She, no, no, no. she's she's no, no. famous the, from like that was know, the like, first I I saw of her. Like this article calls her um the scream the TV series actress. Literally, right. there are That's all there she are knows. two thes in that sentence. The scream the TV series actress eighteen. So the reason that she's a who now, and we're going to introduce her because she's certainly going to make an appearance again, probably next week. She, people and already asked about week. her. So her whole thing is. She hasn't been anything like super memorable, right? Like no one really knows who she is unless you're watching MTV and you're a teen, right? Mm-hmm. But she's got a very big Instagram following because she's, you know, like young, pretty, like MTV star. She's also, if this like helps, she's dating a guy from another MTV show. So she, they've got it on lock. Like he's How does on that fake. Help? He's on faking it. No, because like that help that adds to like her her thing. Okay. Well, anyway, her th- her thing is the reason I know who she is aside from the Duff is that her Instagram is constantly covered in Us Weekly, and it's constantly because she changed the color of her hair. I think this is the third time in the past two months that she's changed her hair color, and it's like <laughs> Bella Thorne debuts like her new like pink streaks. Bella Thorne debuts her new like strawberry blonde. She's a redhead. Her- well, she. According to Us Weekly, her hair color right now is called brownie. Brownie. But the reason they, so this is, this headline's really funny, but the reason it's brownie is because she calls it brownie in the caption. So she says, bye bye strawberry, hello brownie, and then hashtag Latina, hashtag I am Latina. To be fair, I didn't know she was Latina. She's an interesting who to me because I feel like, specifically, it's a, there's a good segue here because we talked about Lily Collins and it's like, oh, who's this who? Like all of a sudden in movies, oh, her dad's Phil Collins, right? Bella Thorne like literally kind of came out of nowhere and she has sort of an interesting story like her dad died when she was really young and then her mom raised her alone and so like she's got like this very like deep um, connection with her mother she talks about her a lot on Instagram Um, so she did come out of nowhere and there's no reason to know who she is in terms of like family ties Mm -hmm. Um, but she's gonna keep showing up because she will certainly dye her hair again. I mean, when she goes back to red, she's gonna be like. She's also like extremely fit. She's like extremely hot. She's so fit. That was one thing that was very gross because, like, the moment she like her 18th birthday, TMZ like 
posted a billion photos of her like in swimsuits and it was like she's finally legal like yes it was pretty gross i mean she has a lot of like workout porn on here meaning like it's like me doing like squats but it's like clearly just to show like your ass you know like Mm -hmm. no one's no one's like good good posture good form bella thorne i guarantee if you scroll through those like seventy thousand comments there will be someone in there who says good form bella thorne (laughs) um Anyway, we can move on. We don't have to talk about Bella Thorne anymore. If you ha- if you go to Bella Thorne's Instagram and comment "good form Bella, Th- Bella Thorne" and screenshot it and send it to us, we'll retweet you. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Incentives. We have oh five hundred. Excuse me. We have almost five hundred followers on our That's good. Twitter. So you need to take it back a step, Bella okay. Thorne. Okay, you got to move on. But anyway, she's up to a few things. Um, that uh, this week, my favorite is she Snapchatted her colonoscopy and everyone cared about it. It was wild, honestly. It was a wild journey. I don't know if you were like following her when this was happening. Because you have to prepare uh, for up. it. You have to prepare yeah, but, for it. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't feel like something you would snap. I mean, it was kind of out of character for her. I was like applaud her for, you know, keeping in good form and, and really sharing her life with mm-hmm. the world. What I really liked was the, uh, I mean, obviously Daily Mail has the best writers in the world. Um, They really know how to put together a story in a very compelling and fascinating way. But Mm -hmm, one of the mm -hmm. first paragraphs of this story is the 18-year-old posted a series of videos. They always, one of the great things about the Daily Mail is they, they assume you know nothing. They assume you don't know what anything is. They assume you've never left the womb. So they define everything in very strange ways but anyway so the 18 year old posted a series of videos to social media as she prepared for the procedure which is a routine test for people over the age of 50 to check intestinal health <laughs> whereas like most people would be happy just writing like as she prepared for the colonoscopy they, they wikipedia colonoscopy and just really slid that right in there yeah she's 18 she got a colonoscopy she snapchatted it what else is she up to she went glamping she was the National Park Service's, like, representative. Like, she did this weird oh, but right. really amazing campaign for National Park Service where she gave a tour and told everybody what glamping was, mm-hmm. which in so many ways is on brand. But my question is, who at the National Park Service was like, we got to get Bella Thorne? Uh, like, Randy, Randy, the VP of Outreach's daughter. And do you think this is a clapback to Vanessa Hudgens for defacing a rock in, like, the National Park? Do you think Bella Thorne was like, yeah, I'm going to get her and I'm going to be the glamping queen? Absolutely not. Just a thought. Everyone in the world forgot about Vanessa Hudgens defacing the rock except you. Just a thought. No, she literally released an entire, like, she clearly didn't write this, but handbook on how to glamp. And it's written, like, for teens. It's written for teens. Uh, And then they have, like, an illustrator make an illustrated Bella Thorne. Oh, I love it. And she tells you what to pack. She tells you what beauty essentials to bring. She says, "Um, Hollywood girls, I hope you've enjoyed my guide and got inspired to try glamping for yourself. It's awesome fun. You know what? I mean, she's not wrong. I love to glamp too. Glamping is great. We've glamped before. We have. It was a while ago. Mm -hmm. It Um, was. We we never did it again. Honestly, (laughs) it was a little bit bit rugged for us. Was, uh, another, even glamping was a little rugged. Yeah. Another thing, the other thing she's up to is um, she is on the growing, ever-growing list of celebrities who 
talk about their acne. There's not specifically their struggles with acne and how their acne makes them feel less desirable and miserable well, usually and how it ruined their lives. Celebrities when celebrities or celebrities talk about acne, they're doing um proactive. Like a, they're shilling for proactive. So it's weird to like just talk about it casually versus like with a with like a purpose. And the purpose would be to shell. I mean, I know that she may have struggled with acne in the past, but it doesn't help me to look at someone with perfect seeming skin and to be like, I know what your problems are. I literally just Whoa. popped a zip before starting this. Uh, me and Greece. Crunch, crunch. Me and Greece. Okay. Bye, me and Greece. Do you think that Rachel Ray would be upset that someone thought that she was Rachel Dratch? Me and Greece. Me in Greece, maybe someday. Bye. Me in Greece. Me in Greece. <laughs> me in Greece. <laughs> Are you going to explain me in Greece? No. I can explain me in Greece. The worst thing I've ever said in my whole life. We were driving through mm. Nashville. You know there's like a fake Parthenon in Nashville? Yeah, there is though. If you don't know, there is. Everyone, there's a fake Parthenon in Nashville. It's almost like the... to scale. <laughs> it's like close. It's not quite the size of the OG Parthenon, but it's close. Like you get there and you're like, whoa, this is big. It's a fully, it's like a fully functioning building that happens to look like the Parthenon. But it's on the Vanderbilt campus? Is that where it was? Vanderbilt campus? Or that other college? I think Vanderbilt. Point is, they built it for one of those, like, World's Fairy type things. And they were like, we're going to take it down afterwards. And then everyone was like, no, we like it. Keep it up. Which is what always happens with, like, World's Fair stuff. Where they're like, it's only going to be temporary. And everyone's like, we love it. Keep it. So they did it. It's there. You can visit it. We were driving by the Parthenon. There was a parking lot for the Parthenon. The Parthenon parking lot said, Parthenon parking only. And I read that aloud to myself, Parthenon parking only. And then I said, me and Greece. <laughs> Just to myself, not really thinking anyone heard. And Lindsay heard me say, <laughs> I was sitting me next to you. I was, we were... But I said it kind of under my breath, laughing at myself. It doesn't make any sense. It's fully like my brain has broke. No, my it was just like has... you, you were just like, you were just saying, it was like almost this weird, like... <laughs> It was like leftover said, debris from what your brain was doing. <laughs> like your brain had all these memes in it. And like you just thought of this. You were like Parthenon, like like in Greece. And so you saw the sign and in your mind, you you mixed the meme. I just said, I just said me and Greece. Me and, Greece. and I was like, pa- what? Parthenon parking only me and Greece. And, <laughs> and then Lindsay like, lost her mind. And then basically for the rest of the week we were there, I, everything was me and Greece. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, me did you Greece. mean to say that? And you were like, I guess, but also no. <laughs> It was just so funny. It just felt like it was the so... brain. It was a it was a broken it was an internet brain. All it of was our a brains broken are broken brain. because it was of like the a internet. loose wire in your brain, like fully just like just... desperate to make a meme, and it like didn't it didn't work. It's Me fine. And Me and Grace. Okay. Uh, and I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me in my shadow. Whoa. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Whoa. And I'm so happy to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. So happy to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Wow. Um, I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Oh. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me in my shadow. Oh. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Oh. I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Oh. Crunch, crunch. I'm lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Thank you. Goodbye. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow.
<laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I don't even know the words to it. And I'm so lucky to be with you keeping me from my shadow. Oh, <laughs> oh that's it? Okay, fine. And I'm so lucky to be with you keeping me from my shadow. It's not even the even chorus know. of the song. It's like a bridge that she says at it's the, the end. It's the post-chorus. Are it's we like going to talk post-chorus. about this now or what? We should truly try to do this in 90 seconds. I don't think I you could complain can. about this. I could complain about this for hours and hours and hours. And I did. I did yesterday. So with multiple people. First, I think the first thing to say is that like we were, I was describing it to Josh and he was like, I got to watch it. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not so bad. It's good by any means. It's so bad. It's terrible. Never see Vox Lux. Ever see Vox Lux. I don't know if you're going to successfully make that argument if we talk about it. Like people, people are, are going to say, oh, interesting. I'm so curious. I got to go see Vox Lux, even though we're begging you not to see Vox Lux. <laughs> like learn from Whatever us. you do, don't see Vox Lux. The moment you get the the um, the desire to see Vox Lux, go see like can you ever forgive me or like rent support go the girls see or like anything go listen. watch you know i don't know you've like, got mail on, on tbs yeah turn on you've got mail <laughs> box it's lux is why why are we absurd. we watch box lux and uh we didn't expect to be good but we didn't expect to be as bad as it was it was really bad it was really really, really bad Really I don't know. I, confusing. Like we could talk about this, but this isn't like blank check. Like this isn't a movie podcast. It's not really funny bad. It's just terrible bad. I mean, I'm still obsessed with the song. I'm still obsessed with her. The song that doesn't even play. Like they play. They don't even play the Natalie Portman version. The version that we're playing here is not even in the movie. It's in the movie. It's in the. It's for at, five seconds. For five seconds at the end, but it's not they in play, full. She plays like. 15 to 20 minutes of other songs and then when they when this song comes up they skip ahead i will say that gripe is not really the my biggest gripe with the movie it's like I who mean, fucking cares who all plays i have songs. is gripes with the movie it's honestly movie. one of the most misguided <laughs> films i've ever seen like one of the craziest things about it is the crazy. person who plays which is my big complaint i was talking about it yesterday the First of all, it doesn't have an actual message. It's like insanely violent. It's about mass shootings in a way that's like very uncomfortable and not, and it's not, doesn't have a message or anything at all. So you're watching these horrible, violent mass shootings and you're like, why am I doing this in a movie that doesn't have anything to say? And then the girl who plays young Natalie Portman is not only doing a different character, like on a different planet. So then when Natalie Portman shows up 55 minutes into the movie, you're like, they're not the same person. The girl is playing a completely different character than Natalie is playing. It doesn't make any sense. We can but talk about all these the story things. Is, it's just bad. And I, we can move on. It's just bad. It's disconnected. It doesn't have a message. It ends abruptly. No one is in the same movie. I love Natalie Portman, but like I even I'm not even sure I understand what was going on it with her. It really in this movie. shows, though, how a bad script and a bad kind of movie can make a really good actress bad. And that's, you know, when you, when your favorite actor yeah. or actress is in a movie and you're like, oh, they're really bad in this. It's like not often their fault. If the yeah, movie is even... poorly written, it can be truly detrimental to people's like talents. 
And I'm not sure. Like, I guess the the argument could be made that like Natalie is good in it, and you should see it because of Natalie. She's not. I don't even. I don't even think she's good in it. She's I, not. I think she's. I she's think not. she didn't know what to do. I think she needed a director to tell her what she's to do, not. and he didn't know what he wanted her to do, and so it's just a complete disaster. There's also something really interesting, and I hate to compare to Star Is Born because that's what people are doing, but there is an element of okay, so this is an actor playing a pop star at the end. Gaga is more a pop star playing an actor playing a pop star at the end. But mm-hmm. the performances where, whereas Gaga at the SNL performance, she's supposed to be bad and, you know, it's up to, to you whether pathetic. she's good or yeah. bad. But it's supposed to be like she's sold out, she's bad, whatever. And mm-hmm. it is convincing in that way. Because up until that point, you have kind of her career and you're supposed to see where she is. And then all of a sudden you're Jackson's seeing her. like perform oh, something aren't you, aren't you ashamed of yourself blah 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 but even without that him saying that you realize this performance yeah, you is know. different you, you realize there's something off the uh, Vox Lux ends with this performance that's supposed to be kind of the epitome of look at this amazing performer she sacrificed everything but this is her talent and this is what, why we and do it's it terrible. and it's honestly terrible not even subjectively <laughs> terrible like objectively terrible like she can't dance she really can't sing that like well like it doesn't and so, like, the argument, like, I've heard people say, like, but, yeah, like, is it supposed to be bad? Like, and it's it like, is. No, it's supposed to be good. Because it's supposed to be good, and it's bad. Like, this person's supposed to be, like, a parallel to Madonna or Lady Gaga. And if that were Madonna or Lady Gaga, that, that final performance would fucking own. And that final performance in Vox Lux is terrible, and it lasts 15 minutes. I just don't understand why, if you're going to make this this movie about a pop star, like, get a convincing pop star to do it. The idea that that... Or get a guy who's <laughs> writing... Get the get a writer-director who actually knows about American pop music. It's true. There's a lot of... I mean, people complain about Spars, Star is Born being, like, anti-pop, but this movie Brady is Corbett's way... probably a hooligan. He calls in, hi, I made Vox Lux, and I don't like you disrespecting yeah, right, my film on yeah, your podcast. Yeah, fucking right. But this movie's way more anti-pop and way more down on it than Star is Born oh, could yeah. ever be. I mean, like, there's ugh, a whole mo- there's a whole montage ugh. about how why Swedish people write pop music and how it's like anti-American, how they, it's because like they're anti-American or whatever. Yeah. And then and then he 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 makes a character who's supposed to be like Max Martin, like writing her first hits. But then the pop star that he chose to write the music was Sia. So it's like you can't try to introduce a Max Martin character and then make his output. His 2001 output sound like 2012 Sia. It's stupid. It's just like nothing about it makes sense. Doesn't exist in the world, but and it's okay if sometimes something doesn't exist in the world. But if you're gonna make the world have 9/11 and you're gonna make the world have mass shootings and you're gonna make the world then you better get analogy. Then you're gonna have to make the pop music that you're saying exists in the world resemble the pop music that exists in that (laughs) world. Is my (laughs) point. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I agree. And that movie sucks. Don't see it. Literally see anything else. This is a support the girls fan podcast right now. So go see that. You know, what? you um, should go support the girls by seeing support, support the girls. Support the girls. Okay. Who or them? Gaga, Googie. Okay, they they die because that's like when everything gets talked about again. I mean, it's gotta be. Okay, uh, Goo Goo Gaga. I think they're both who's, but I would love your expert take. Okay, Googie Gaga. Um, Leanne Cuisine, Goo Goo Gaga. Anyway, Crunch Crunch, Mean Grease, Googie Gaga. Thank you. Crunch Crunch, Gaga, Googie. Honestly, this could just be a Chrisley in this story episode. If we cut everything else for <laughs> Patreon, that's possible. And this is Did enough. Chrisley and, Chrisley and Googie? Guggy, Lindsay. Don't forget. The funniest thing that's ever happened is that um, Bradley Cooper was in Italy 
and he was getting dinner with someone and someone who was like vaguely blonde and uh actually i don't know how else to describe him so there was vaguely a photo blonde. of brad and bono and a blonde person <laughs> and other people at a table it's a, a very table. very blurry photo and so everybody reported that it was lady gaga and they were like, like this blo- bleach blonde figure is a hundred percent lady gaga they are, like, they are dinner. having together they, they are have fucking they, have they are in yeah. love oh my god star is born is real i love this yes. so much and right. then Lindsay, what happened and then <laughs> i okay I'm sorry hold on per the uk's son the glamorous person, the way they describe them as the glamorous person, the glamorous person sitting across from Cooper at a cafe in France was actually a you take 60 it year old artist named Guggy. <laughs> so, it wasn't Gaga. It, so it was wasn't, Guggy. It wasn't Gaga. It was Guggy. Not Gaga. Guggy. Gaga so, Guggy. We thought it was Googie. It's, it's no. But then we watched an interview with him and he's like, I'm Guggy. My name is Googie, and I like to be called Googie. I am having a very bad hair day. So Googie is like actually a famous artist who's best friends with Bono from childhood. (laughs) None of this explains Bradley Cooper's involvement. Bono having dinner with Googie makes more sense than anything in the world, right? Bradley Cooper having dinner with Bono makes sense just because it's Bradley Cooper. Like, of course he is. Mm -hmm. But it's just great that... They people are mistaking a sixty-year-old Irish artist named Guggy for Gaga. As you scroll through every story reporting this, you will pass these face close-up, full-face photos of Guggy. Then you scroll a little further than Gaga. Then like a profile Googie, of Guggy and Gaga. then a profile of Gaga, and it's Gaga. like showing you that yes, they have the same. Mm, they have the same attributes, right? They have the same. They have blonde what? hair. They have the same blonde hair, and they're white people, they're blonde, right? And they're they're blonde and they're white. And they're white. This is great. It says a source said Bradley hasn't seen her in months. He's good friends with Bono and met up with him and his friends, who include Guggy. <laughs> He's it's just trying to enjoy breaking the sun. It's Gaga. Gaga. Not Gaga. Guggy. It's Guggy. Gaga. Gaga. Guggy. My gay ass kids. <laughs> Gaga. Guggy. <laughs> Stop talking about your kids. I'm never going to have kids. But still, if I did, <laughs> if I did, I'm yelling at them Me, that they're going to be a strange. a baby who listens to Who Weekly. Gaga, Guggy. Gaga, Guggy. Gaga, Guggy. Gaga, Guggy. I love Guggy. It'd be funny if it was Googie, but it's fine. Yeah. Because I was thinking Googie, Gaga. Googie, like, Gaga. <laughs> That's fine. We can but call it Googie. Guggy. It's Guggy. Guggy, Gaga. He's like, I am Guggy. It's so weird. <laughs> Guggy apparently is like a true legend. Apparently. Kind of. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, really can't, really can't deal with that research today. But, but mistaking Gaga from a, for a 60-year-old, uh, like, avant-garde artist is exactly the way that I want to. If his name had been, like, Howard, we would not be talking about this. No, it's his name is Guggy. that his name is Guggy. Okay. Can, we, can we move move the gug on thank you for listening to the compilation episode the first of other ones happening hope you had a great memorial day hope you got to where you needed to go put on sunscreen eat some hot dogs have or a vegan dog if you need dogs. one I, I love them both i love both types you of know there's dogs. a brand of not hot dogs called soy boys i didn't know that i've never had them but i didn't well, know that there's some in my freezer waiting for you to eat them so 
I'm not I eating had an them. Impossible Burger last night. I love fake meat. Okay, I love fake meat Kim as Kardashian. much as Kim Kardashian loves. It. Actually, I love fake meat authentically. Kim Kardashian doesn't eat fake meat. She just poses next she to it. She definitely <laughs> eats Nathan's hot dogs. So thank you for listening. I hope you had a wonderful yes. Memorial Day. Or if you're listening to it on Memorial Day, I hope you're having a wonderful Memorial Day. Maybe your Memorial Day is just like doing you and like listening Maybe to your you podcast. Maybe you don't celebrate Memorial Day for reasons that are entirely valid. You know, like that's totally fine. That's and you're great. just listening to this on a Monday. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and assisting. And we will have a normal show on Friday, so call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. We'll see you then. Crunch, crunch, bye. Bye. You will drain it. Women don't belong in balloons.